everything is easy to teach. Everything is very hard to learn. <laughs> Magical greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the World It's Magic podcast, your weekly dose of magic. My name is Rubens, director of spells and co-founder at Abra Academy. Abra Academy believes the world needs magic, not only rabbits in hats, but the magic of people. We use magic to create learning experiences full of joy and possibilities, so that everyone can reach their potential. Today we have Kiz Jacobsen with us. How does Kiz bring magic to the world? Well, she is an education leader and head of studies at Chaos Pilot in Denmark. Chaos Pilot is a business school with a difference, where she works very closely with the students, shaping the future workforce. Together, we'll talk about learning, change, leadership, and unlocking potential. But before we start, I would like to invite you to make yourself present. And my question is, what impact do you want to have in the world? Thank you. Yes, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you could start by sharing your impact, what impact do you want to have in the world? That would be lovely. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe I could do a lot of good card tricks as well. <laughs> uh, and, and then make happiness and joy with that. No, first of all, thank you for inviting me and, and, and thank you for, for all you who are listening in and being with us today. So what impact? I mean, I think I have dedicated my path to actually uh, to, to support the learning system in people. And that can, of course, happen in, in, in many different places and direction. But um, I think uh, what's most important and also when it comes to the impact is that, that giving people the opportunity to actually uh, fulfill their potential and having the possibility of actually having the craft and the capacity to actually go out and do it. So it's very related to this whole, like, how can we create more like action competence that you can do and do with in a, in a smart way. Mm. Interesting. We'll go deeper into that. But first, I would like to, to know from you that, I mean, we are living, the world's upside down, right? Everything is being reimagined, I would say. Mm. Uh, what do you see changing in the learning space specifically? <laughs> specifically, it's the, it's the online thing. Uh, mm. That is changing us a lot. And also the way we are learning. And I can see how every like educational institution has gone online. I also know that it's part of a bigger strategy of actually doing more online learning. And, uh, and I think what will change is that we will see much more of that. And actually I'm not happy about it at all. I don't think that learning happens individually in front of a screen. We're missing out and we're missing out on like what people are and you don't really experience that online in the same way. I think online is great for, for work and lectures and so on. But the whole part where you relate with other people is not really uh, being taken care of online. So, so um, I'm a, 
I would I think what's changing now is is that online stuff will become become more common. We have youth generations who are so used to be online all the time, but at the same time, it's uh, is that really the real life we want to to make our future of? Mm. What do you think is missing? Is it a level, a deeper level of connection, or is it trust? Uh, is it mm. yeah, it's everything. It's it's also uh, here when you're sitting online, it's facilitated all the time. It's very focused. We, uh, I think, all of us are used to. We get to the point very quickly when we're sitting here on screens, so we we don't get all these like middle conversations that we normally have. We don't get them when we're going to the bathroom or to the kitchen to pick up a coffee where we normally talk in the breaks. We have breaks on our own and not together. Uh, yeah, this whole layer is missing out. And I don't know about you, but I can tell you that in Denmark, there's like in the media a lot about how lonely and stressful this is in many ways for the youth and then for for young people who are studying, it's it's not really working for them. It's like they're missing out on what actually should should help them to become adults, uh, and and they don't get that. Now, you just get the more what can you say technical learning here, and it's fine for it, <laughs> but it's not everything. Thank you. <laughs> and, and in this space of ambiguity, uncertainty, complexity uh, that we're living now, what, what skills are necessary to thrive? So what do people need to learn? I mean, I, of course, uh, uh, believe in what it is we're trying to learn people. And that is like the idea of a holistic person. And that counts both like your brain and your hands and your heart. And uh, it needs to be included, all of it, all the time. And uh, I think that's the way we get whole people in many ways. Uh, and I think it's a part for all of us, the way we grow up, that we, we need to somehow get to know ourselves in all the ways and need to get balance. Uh, it's a way to let people start to understand and learn themselves to know uh, and that will give them the capacity to actually do what they wish for in their life. And I think that's very beautiful. Thanks. In terms of leadership, what, what I mean, this pandemic demanded, sort of demanded or opened a space for a new kind of leadership. And what, what new or unexplored opportunities are there for leaders? Like what, what kind of role model can be played now that was not really like in focus before, because it was so much about productivity, right? About efficiency, about numbers. Yeah, it's, uh, and I think it still is actually. And I actually also think this way of working as we do now is forcing that. But at the same time, I think everybody's calling for what I would again, maybe call a holistic leadership where, 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 the way we structure our day as leaders, maybe you, you, you normally have used like your breaks to talk with people. When do you actually talk with people? So there's this whole like interest for, for, for the whole people around us that we're missing out on now. And I think that, uh, that uh, leaders actually, uh, and I somehow actually believe we all are leaders 
and have the ability to be it. So, so, um, so I, I think for all of us, it's, it's very much about like balancing and, and trying to, to uh, do our best and really be kind, be kind to each other and, and see that there's more than the work we're doing together right now. And uh, hmm, we know that motivation comes from yourself somehow, but, but uh, uh, it has definitely becomes more important that, that we try to give each other hope. So it's a big assignment for, for leadership today is this hope and, and, uh, and that things can be done and changed in positive ways that uh, becomes maybe even more important in the future. Mm. I think it will be. <laughs> yeah, I love this. I love this concept that you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We can only hope. I mean, we can hope and try to, yes. to make them true. <laughs> but I love this concept of all of us being leaders and all of us like uh, bringing our whole selves to to mm -hmm. our leadership or to the impact we have in others. And uh, I read a lot about like leaders that are not only being like the the boss anymore. It's like this like the psychologists or the support, I mean, I mean, they are playing all, all kinds of role in supporting their teams to, to become better. Uh, it's probably more complex, but, but I somehow think that, that it's deep in all of us. There's a common sense where, where we actually, we, we have it naturally, all of us, but we need to be present and to see each other, of course. Yeah. Talking a bit more about impact, impact score to what Chaos Pilot does. How can everyone maximize their positive impact in the world and, <laughs> and then make better choices? How can we do that? Um, uh, oh, uh, I don't think we use the word maximizing. It's, uh, it's not about like quantity. <laughs> it's, it's maybe, it's more the idea of, of quality generally for us. Um, and how can they do that? I mean, I think uh, a part of how we grow and ma maximize or, or actually make ourselves uh, master our life better, that a big part of that is keeping trying, uh, seeing somehow that there's no perfect answers to anything and, and not, I mean, we have moral and ethic, but at the same time, we also know that that many things will change the whole life. So life is a a, a learning process all the way, and uh, so if you learn the the ability to actually experiment and play with things, then we will evolve as as, as human beings. And uh, I think that's the way to go to actually get the best out of all of us. Mm. And when you think about the, uh, having impact in the world, like when you have these students, these new leaders coming in and, and teaching them, what do you find easy to teach and what do you find difficult? For example, is curiosity easy? Is a sense of agency easy? What, what comes easy? What, what is really hard to teach? Hmm. Hmm. I, I would say everything is easy to teach. Everything is very hard to learn, <laughs> if I can say it like that. Um, and we are all very different. So some things you will find easy and some things more you would, will find more difficult. And, and uh, our education is created as a learning journey. And 
in that road there will be uh, it will go up and down all the way so so uh, um, what we hope for is that in the end that that uh, that our students are capable of mastering their own praxis of how they actually are doing their life and living their life we hope that they feel competent but we also hope that they feel uh, authentic with their own character and their own abilities and capabilities. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Just a reminder for everyone, if you have a question to case, please walk uh, right on the chat. Uh, <laughs> corporate life it can be super demanding, make people feel less human. You know, there are lots of bad behaviors that we bring in this corporate life. How can we prepare the future workforce to create a workplace with more space for individuals where we can show in a different I way? I think our new generations will take care of that. I mean, they, they, uh, they grow up in a different way that I guess most of us here did. They are coming with completely different expectations and needs. Uh, so somehow I really, I really trust our our youngsters and, and people to come that they, they uh, it's not that we have to do it, they will learn us it, but we have to, of course, be open to, to learning from them. Because mm -hmm. what's exciting you more at the moment? And <laughs> what's exciting me more in the moment? It's, uh, I think in one hand, I'm extremely fascinated about how complex everything is now. Uh, I think I'm fascinated about that we maybe for for the first time in my life can say we are we are actually all on the uh, in the same boat. Um, it's fascinating me how connected we are in our in my it, for example in my own life and with what I'm working with and so on. But it's so connected to my neighbors, to the government, to the rest of the world. I think it's amazing. I never felt so connected to the world as I do today. It's uh, it's a little bit like um, it's it's founding like a really deep system understanding, and I understand a lot of the things that happens on other levels uh, in our society. We are all going through sort of the same processes. I can see that, and I know it's not to sound crazy or whatever, but I can actually see that the things happening in, in our country right now and how the government is handling it. I actually, uh, in many ways, have a lot of the same situation happening in my daily work. I'm also sitting in a leader position. So, so I, I, I somehow sense there's so much connectedness as well. Yes, there was this incredible impact of us leaving this experience all together, right? Because we spent so many years, each one on their own box. And all of a sudden, we, we are obliged to go through the same experience. Yeah. And, and if you were able to, hey, uh, invite people to think about something, what, what, what would you love us to think about? Oh, <laughs> oh. I think it's a, it's very basic maybe. It's a mix between um, be good to yourself and be good to to people around you. I, I 
it's not like a big theory here. It's it's very basic because I think that's what we need everybody mm. now. Yeah. Thank you. A question uh, from Thomas on the topic of connectedness. How might we open possibilities for students and people to learn to collaborate by default? Perhaps while not directing them outright or to take away individual authenticity. Um, I'm not quite sure I got the question that I heard every all of it. Would you like to phrase yourself, Thomas? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, thanks for that. I was typing it and then I thought, oh, this is gonna be really long. I need to be super specific, and then it, <laughs> I missed I missed the opportunity after all. So I was curious about <laughs> How, how could we uh, instill possibilities or, or open up possibilities for people to to collaborate as a default way of working? Because you mentioned stuff about um, connectedness and the importance of that, but you also talked about individual authenticity. Mm. I, I'm curious, how can we open up possibilities to yeah, get people to collaborate as a standard mode of thinking? Mm. So it's not connected to our online work now is that yeah, yeah uh, it be online or offline yeah. I, I i'm curious how you approach yeah. that from your role within chaos pilot and how you use that to make your courses i i um i think connectedness often comes either because you have really like good and meaningful connections but it can also come opposite when you're actually there to be curious about differences and maybe there is even conflicts. So, so I think this creating relatedness and being out there is very much about being courageous to actually dare to put yourself out uh, and, and um, in the end of the day, uh, you learn a lot by actually talking directly face-to-face uh, -face with other people. Um, I've seen endless misunderstandings on mails and SMSs and so on, and I think you all recognize it, and how easily you suddenly think that people are asking. You, you, you don't understand the intentions behind and, and, uh, and I think when we're sitting here looking at each other, I mean, what you're saying is so little part of what it is you actually are trying to communicate. So we really need to be face-to-face -face at least. That's a big, big part of, of creating relations. And of course, also to, I think it's essential for all of us that we feel a kind of belonging that, that, we, uh, that we mean something, that we are creating something, that we are part of like giving life to something. Um, that also, when, when you put yourself in front somehow, uh, dare to do something, I think that, that always will put yourself in some kind of a vulnerable situation. And when you do that, you are actually open for, for, for being very real Fantastic. Yes, uh, it's time for our magic questions uh, mm -hmm. as we are running out of time. Uh, what's one superpower you have? Um, <laughs> uh, 
I, okay, the first thing that comes to my mind, it's a little bit foolish, but it is that I'm, I can fly. Uh, and uh, it has always been a fun thing for me. I'm capable of flying. I'm still, I'm actually still dreaming now and then that I can fly and I have investigated everybody. Most people can remember that they have had those dreams. And then I, I think it's so funny to figure out. So what's your technique for flying? How do you actually do it? And it's so, uh, it's so amazing. It's again about like this little connectedness. We actually all can fly. Wow. It's interesting you say that. I did a mime course yesterday. And he talked that birds don't use the, the, the elbows, you know? So, I mean, it's really like getting like the slightness in the, in, more towards the extremities. Very interesting. Yeah. And, and somebody needs to run to actually take off and somebody can just fly. It's so funny to, to ask into that. <laughs> hmm. Thank you. Second question. Uh, could you share a secret? A secret? Um, what would that be? Uh, I actually don't have that many secrets. Um, I don't know what to answer. Okay. <laughs> Same hey, thing. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, but it's not, I think it comes from, I'm, I'm a little bit, I'm pretty open. Uh, yeah. I, I think what sometimes surprise people is that uh, that that I tell them that I did the what is it called uh, synchron swimming when I was younger because that's the most foolish thing you can do <laughs> it's and it it's quite uh, yeah it's, it's it looks it can probably looks pretty beautiful as well but it's uh, I mean dancing ballad in the water how funny is that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, it demands a lot of synchronicity, you know? Mm. Uh, last question. Uh, if you had a magic wand, and I'm going to give you this imaginary magic wand now, what would you create in the world? What would I create in the world? Oh. Uh, I think, I, again, what comes first in my mind is actually if I could do like this, Duke, and uh, and it was possible to actually be together with my friends and families, then I would run out of my home now and hug and kiss them all. Wow. Would love that. <laughs>